Welcome to this podcast by City Point Church, Redcliffe. We are so happy you could join us and pray that the following message will encourage and empower you. Cool. This morning, I just want to share just for a couple of moments, just a few keys. And uh, yeah, we are having our you know, album launch, but I was thinking this morning is that really just talking to you really about the power of praise. Is that sometimes we think that worship or praise is one of those things that we do before we hit the Word. Sometimes when we come to church, there are a lot of people here that think, you know what, praise and worship, yeah, I could skip out on that and I could just come and sit and hear myself preach. And I know I'm really awesome every now and then. Who are you laughing at, Alex? And I know sometimes, you know, there are great orators and there are people that bring the Spirit of God. But there's something that takes place in praise and worship. The atmosphere shifts around your life and around those around you. You know, there are other people that come here and they they think, you know what, yeah, the Word, yeah, it's okay. Or, you know, that that worship, yeah, it's all right, but I just come for community. I want to say everything together is valuable, but there is something powerful about praise. There is something powerful about worship. And so this morning, I, I want to talk to you just shortly about this. I remember as a young person growing up, I, I had the privilege of uh, moving to Melbourne. I moved out of home at a young age to go and do an apprenticeship. And I, I moved out and I had the privilege of actually living with my grandma. Every now and then you get to live with your grandparents. And, and sometimes you look at you go, wow, this is going to be fun. Do you realize when I lived with her, I didn't know what I was signing up for at a 17, 18 year old. I was signing up for, I signed a contract. I had to be home by 10 o'clock every night because nothing good happens after 10 o'clock. That was the contract. Like I was, you know, a few nights I was five or 10 past 10 and, and I got her talking to. She was waiting up. Why are you out with those sort of girls? I was just a youth group. They're no good for you. And I, but there's one thing that I noticed about her life is that the atmosphere that she created in her house was an atmosphere of faith. It was an atmosphere of worship. It was an atmosphere of praise. And for her, I look at it and I look at her life and what she'd been through. And in her life, I guarantee you, she had every reason not to praise God. She had every reason not to worship God. You're like, well, why? She lives in a great country. She never always lived in this great south land of the Holy Spirit. For her and her husband, they, they lived in Europe. They lived in Poland and they, they went through the Second World War. There were times in the place where, you know, there was no heating, there was no shoes, there was none of those things. She would tell me stories and I'm like, whoa. She would go through and then all of a sudden she'd still be worshipping. I'm like, why would you still worship? Even her husband spent time as a POW in a camp. And and there she is. She's still, years later, worshipping God, praising God, thanking Him of of His goodness. And I'm like, wow, how amazing is this? How how can this woman have gone through so much and still have a sweet spirit of worshipping and honouring God and thanking Him for His thankfulness? Like, God, I am thankful for Your faithfulness over my life. And she would sing, oh, how I love Jesus. And like, uh, when I first got there, I'm like, whoa, she's 
What's she doing? She's talking to it. No, she'd be talking to Jesus all day long. She'd be worshiping. She'd be praying. She'd be believing. Her desire was that all her family would be saved. That was her desire. She had nine kids. Her husband moved here with her after he'd done some time and then died. Nine kids under the age of something like 16. Immigrant. Didn't drive, but she still was thanking God. I I don't know about you, but some of us, we give up on God if, you know, if someone runs over our cat. It's like, oh, the cat's dead. I don't believe in you now, God. Sometimes I look at our society and the entitlement that we're in, and it's like, you know what, really? You're upset at God about that? That was actually your decision. Or what? You know, and some of us, we've got to put in perspective our relation. We've got to put in perspective as these things. And I love that, you know, in this moment, the faith and the expectancies that she created, the desire that, hey, listen, all my family, and she would constantly warfare for them. She constantly prayed for them. I remember as a young kid, there was 25 grandkids. Her desire at Christmas was that we'd all go to church with her. That was her desire, her birthday and Christmas. Is listen, I want all the grand, I want everyone sitting here. And then we would go and we'd be like, man, church is awesome. Like my parents were pastors, but the rest of the ones, you know, some of them didn't go to church and they were like, yeah, this is the highlight of their life. They're like, yeah, because they knew that she had a stash of lollies in her bag for everyone. (laughs) But there was those moments that I knew. And within our life, can we create that atmosphere no matter what we go through? What are those things that are going to get you through? Because I want to say that today there is a power behind praise. And the power behind praise is His presence because God inhabits the praises of His people. Because when He inhabits the praises of His people, what happens is in that moment, there is sovereignty and there is authority. Church today, at home do you worship? At home do you praise? At home do you declare who God is over your life and over your situations? Do you declare who God is, not out of how you feel, but out of who He is? And I want to say today, the key is that, is that sometimes we don't feel like praising God. Sometimes we don't feel like worshipping God. But if we can come to a knowing of who God is, and when we step into that place, we can step into that place of knowing, then all of a sudden those circumstances, those situations don't dictate to us. Because we're at a higher place, a higher level. We have a faith in our God. So this morning, I just want to give you a couple of short keys about the power of praise. The first thing is, is that the power of praise gets our focus of ourselves and back onto God. It gets the focus off ourselves and back onto God. You know, we live in a selfie generation. Let's face it, how many selfie? And sometimes I think we need to just put the selfie down and pick up God. Sometimes we just need to stop focusing upon ourselves and start focusing upon our 
God. And, and that's what praise does, is that when we come into this place and we lift our hands in worship, in praise, and we start to declare what we're doing is, God, I'm taking my focus off myself. I'm taking my focus off my situations. I'm taking my focus off my circumstance. And I'm putting my focus upon you today. I'm putting it upon you today. Here I am, God. Uh, I'll be honest, I am hopeless at selfies. I don't know how people take selfies. Like my thumbs are too big. I've got 20 thumbs. Like that's what my kids say. They're like, Dad, you don't even know how to do it right. You know, my arm's not even long enough. I don't know how people do it. You know, sometimes we just need to put the self and start to just raise our hands and start to look to the Creator, to the God of the universe and actually put Him in His rightful place. Psalm 150 verse 2, it says, Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. When was the last time you actually stepped foot inside this place, put it down and said, God, you are great. I'm going to praise you and I'm going to give you the excellence of praise that you deserve, the excellence of worship that you deserve. Lord God, right now I'm going to put my eyes back upon you. I'm going to focus again on what really matters. When you remember our dependency on God, it puts Him in His rightful place. What it says, it says, you're the man, you're God. You're the man, you're God. The second thing is praise leaves no room for complaining and negativity. It leaves no room for complaining and negativity. You know, sometimes even within our prayer life, we can tend to complain. I don't know about you, but sometimes you can content to complain. It's like, God, why isn't this working for me? God, what is happening with this situation? But instead of complaining, how about you lift your eyes to God and start declaring your praises? Because in that moment, negativity can't dwell. Where His presence is, there is hope, there is joy, there is peace. There is the presence of God. There is the Spirit of God. It changes the atmosphere in which you live. You know what? If you have a depressive workplace, go in there with praise. Go in there with thanksgiving. Go in with their heart full of worship. People start to look at you and go, what, what do you want? What is going wrong? You're just like, you know what? I, I, I got all this to praise God for. I got all this to be thankful for. Through praise, we focus on Him. We remember what He has done in our life. Through praise, you remember the miracles that have taken place. You remember His faithfulness. Psalm 103, 2-4 says this, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your inadequacy, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul. David knew this. When he was in a place of despair, he would cry out, come on God, bless my soul. Lord God, right now I bless you with all my soul. I declare of your greatness. I declare of your goodness. It's a declaration. It's declaring to the spirit realm. You know what? Devil, you've had your day. Devil, there is nothing else right now that can touch me, can touch my family, can touch my community. It's a spirit of faith. 
It's the language. Praise is the language of faith. It says, you've got this, God. You've got this. I, I don't know, but some of you weren't here last week. And I feel sorry for you. Because we had a guest artist. And he's hot. He's actually, you know, I can say that I'm his dad. But he's all that. And you can get him online because he's a millennium. Probably a little bit less, something now. Z-Y. But I love him because he comes up here and he started to, and last week was Christian Classics and he spoke, we spoke about the armor of God. And he came and did the song. I'm too young to march in the infantry. Who knows it? But he, he sing this up. But what you've got to realize is that's what he does 24-7. He's five years old. And what he does is he walks around the house declaring the spirit of faith, declaring the language of faith. Always in time of worship. Always in time of thanksgiving. He'll peel off from the rest of his siblings and he'll, he'll go in a place and he'll start playing, but he, he'll always be singing. He'll always be declaring the works of God. The language of faith. I, I want to say, parents, are you teaching your kids the language of faith? Grandparents, are you imparting the language of faith into your little ones around you when they sit on your knee? Are you declaring? Are you singing over them? Are you praising God? Because as you start to praise God and the Spirit and the presence of God comes around your life, it'll start to come around their life and they'll have a hunger for the things of God. They'll have a hunger for the presence of God. And in turn, what will take place is they will start to declare the language of heaven around your house. It leaves no room for complaining and negativity. Praise pushes back darkness. So when he's walking around that house and he's singing and he's, he's pushing back darkness. You know, there, there's enough darkness in this world for our young ones, for those around us, you know, that we don't need any more darkness. But if we can give them the keys to life, the keys to victory, why wouldn't we? You know, when praise, it pushes back darkness, evil will not stick around if you're praising your God. It will not stick around. I love the story of Jehoshaphat. The story of Jehoshaphat is this, where the Israelites, they come to a place and, and they were there and what happened was Israel was being invaded by three people groups. And Jehoshaphat went to God and God gave him a plan. He said, you know what? Ah, oh, this is what I want you to do and salvation will come. I just want you to stand on the battlefield in a line, ready to take these three nations, ready for the invasion to take place. And he goes, when you stand on the line, what I want you to do. And Jehoshaphat gave the order at the right time. He said, now I want you to praise. And all Israel lifted up praise, lifted up thanksgiving to their God. And in that moment, God moved. In that moment, those people groups, those ones that were invading the people of God started to attack each other. That day, Israel didn't need to do a thing. Why? Because God fought for them. You know, right now you could have a situation in your life where you have something coming against you. What you need to do is just stand with the armor of God and maybe just praise. Just praise. 
and see God push back darkness. Maybe what are those walls that need to come down? What are those walls? Joshua marched around the walls seven days and on the last day he shouted, he praised, they, they lift up a sound. The walls came down. Or what about Paul and Silas in prison? Preaching the word, they're thrown in prison. They're there, they're shackled, they're chained. What did they do? Oh, woe is me. Did they start complaining? Oh God, what are we doing here? What are, no. In that moment, they started to lift up a shout of praise. In that moment, they started to worship God. In that moment, something supernatural shifted. An earthquake happened. Chains came, doors opened. The captives were set free. In that moment, they could have run out. They just waited there because they knew that God had something bigger for them. That day, the jailkeeper came, found him, was astonished, was about to kill himself. Paul and Silas, no, no, we're here. You know what? That day, salvation came to that family. Salvation came to the jailer. When you praise God, chains are broken. When you praise God, the captives are set free. When you praise God, it's not just for your life, but it's for those around you. Because the Spirit comes and starts to touch those around you. You become a testimony for those around you. What chains today maybe need to be broken off your life? What walls today may need to come down? What are those things that are coming against you? Maybe in the natural, maybe in the physical, maybe in the spiritual. What are those things that you know that only God can come through? And the last one is this, praise invites His presence. God dwells close to us when we praise Him. God dwells close to us when we praise Him. God inhabits the praises of His people. He lives here. He looks for it. In His presence, our spirit is refreshed. In His presence, our spirit is refreshed. We are restored. We are renewed. We are transformed. Psalm 63, verse 3 to 4. It says, Because your love is better than life, your lips will glorify you. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you. As long as I live and in your name, I will lift up my hands because your love is better than life. When was that moment that you first encountered the love of Jesus? When was that moment you first encountered the love of God? When was that moment where, you know what, God impacted your life and it was like this moment where, you know, you had to tell everyone. You had to tell them of His wonders. You had to tell them. Right now, God, this is what, where was that moment? How can you come back to that first love? How can you come back to that joy where your lips will glorify Him once again in that moment? Through a heart of praise, it changes our hearts. We're strengthened by His peace and refueled by His joy. In His presence, blessing flows. You know, praise invites His presence and in His presence there's more than just joy. There's more than just, there's wholeness, there's peace, there's healing. 
There's restoration. There's blessing. There's favor. Praise is the gateway to the promises of God. It's the language of faith. Don't hold back on His goodness. Ephesians 1, 37 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. God desires our whole heart. He longs for us to know the power of His presence over our lives. He desires to bless us more than we could imagine. His Spirit urges us, calling us closer. Today, today, Hebrews 13, 15. By Him, therefore, let us offer a sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Therefore, today, I want to ask, church, today, will you offer Him praises continually? Will you keep your heart in in an act of worship, in an act of praise, in an act of thanksgiving? No matter what you feel, no matter what circumstance you go through, but will you rise above those moments of despair, those moments? Will you speak to your soul? Will you speak to your spirit, man? Will you speak to this world? Will you declare to this world right now, you know what, you, you might have something, you might be saying this, but you know what, my God says this. This situation might say that there is no hope, there is no life, there is no end, but in God, there is always an end. In God, there is always a promise. In God, He is always faithful. In God, there is always a miracle. But it's coming back to a place of being able to continually praise Him being able to continually worship Him. I want to challenge you, church, is that, you know, we have our album launched today, and I'm not saying buy an album. What I'm saying is make sure praise is a priority in your house. As praise is a priority here, please make praise a priority in your house. No, No matter where the album is from, make praise a priority declare who God is around your life declare who he is to your circumstance declare who he is to your family to your community to those you love Father God I thank you that we have an amazing church but God I thank you you give us the opportunity to praise you You give us the opportunity to stand and worship you, stand and declare your faithfulness. Lord God, I thank you that you've given us the language of heaven, the language of faith. Father, that as we walk through this world, we know that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but we fight against principalities. And Lord God, I know that when we start to lift the name of Jesus, when we start to praise his mighty name, when we start to praise you for who you are, Lord God, and we remember what you've done in our life. We know that the victory is already won. We know that salvation is here. We know that healing is here. We know that the promises are true and forever. Amen. Today, Father, stir our spirit, man, to worship you. Stir our spirit, man, to praise you. Stir our spirit, man, today. 
to lift up a shout of praise. Lord God, for those of us that maybe aren't into it, but God, let us see the value of it. Let us push through into it, Father God. Let us see revival take place in those around us because of the presence that is around our life. Lord God, that when we walk back into our workplace, when we walk back into our schools, our university, when we walk back into our family, our community, Lord, that Your presence will go before us. That Your presence will be around every decision that we make. Lord God, that we will not get the honour, but all the glory will go to You, Lord, because people will look in and know that we are favoured because we've put you back in your rightful place. Because praise puts you in your rightful place. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message empowers you to unmistakably influence your world for good and for God. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. This is the beginning of a life-changing journey. We would love to see you at one of our many City Point Church services across Brisbane and the world this Sunday. You can find out more about our service times and locations at citypointchurch.com. We're so excited to see you there.